Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and today I'm going to go over the last Blackhawks game, which was uh, which was Wednesday versus the Oilers, and I'm going to go over some NHL news. But before we get started, uh, check out the FHN.net. We're an FHN podcast. Uh, check them out for articles and some hockey news. They're great. They've been doing some really cool stuff with ColorCast where they, they get on, you kind of go into the site, and then they kind of you know, go over the game with you as the game is going on. It's pretty cool. Matt's jumped on a few times. And um, it's really cool how they, like these new things are coming out to bring fans into the game. Fans that are maybe uh, fans of a podcast or fans of a personality on Twitter, on social media or so. Uh, really cool how, how uh, we can be doing these things and, uh, and have an outlet for, for creative people. So... The Blackhawks versus the Oilers. I knew that the Blackhawks were going to win this game. I had a good feeling about it. And Jason Ross Jr. was on our podcast a couple weeks ago. He got the word that he was going to be calling uh, this game the and the next two games. So... Uh, really excited for this opportunity for him. I'd really like to see him get on with Nick Olchek to see what kind of uh, to, to see what kind of chemistry they have. Nick Olchek, say he's a, he's a natural, and Jason works really hard at his craft. Uh, check out our uh, our podcast that we did with him that was a couple weeks ago. Uh, he's awesome, great guy, and uh, really look forward to see what he's got going on in the future. So. The Blackhawks back after the after the All Star game. Really, really cool uh, experience for Debrinket, like we mentioned earlier in the in our last podcast. And uh, they did not mess around. They had five, uh, two goals within the first five minutes of the game. Uh, first period, we had a goal by Debrinket, assisted by Kaner and Strom, and then we had a really nice goal by Brandon Hagel that was assisted by Debrinket and Doc. I'd really like to see Hagel get. Um, really get on on a, on a scoring tear. I think that he works really hard in the corners. He's a really hard worker, and I'd like to see him get rewarded uh, for all of his hard work. He had a really nice wrister of a goal, and, and the Blackhawks. It was pretty much it was pretty much their story in the uh, in, in in the first period. Now come to the second period on that hand and it's a completely different story it was all Edmonton and they practically threw everything but the kitchen sink at us and uh, they got a power play goal out of from Drysdale, assisted by Evander Kane and, uh, and Connor McDavid and it was a, it was a really nice save by Mike uh, by Mark Andre Fleury on the on the first attempt, and then the second attempt got buried because he was a little bit out of position. But that doesn't say anything about his game. Mark Andre Fleury had a, had a great game. Now, fast forward to the third period after the onslaught in the second period. As a matter of fact, I, I looked at the clock and it was like 11.35 into the second period and the Hawks didn't even get a shot on goal yet in that period. It was, it was incredible. So move on to the third period. And Strom opens up the scoring on a power play goal assisted by Dabrinkit and Seth Jones. Big night by Dabrinkit had a goal and two assists. And then uh, we had another goal by Kirby Dock and Brandon Hagel. Now, in the third period, Evander Kane had a hit on Dabrinkit that sent us to the power play. And it was, uh, it was a bad hit. And he went to the box 
and uh, and we we ex- we extended the lead. At that point, we extended the lead three to one, which was huge because we started putting some distance between ourselves and the Oilers. Then Doc uh, put in a nice goal uh, that was assisted by uh, Hagel and Kubalik right in front of the net. Uh, it was it was a really nice one. I'd like to see Doc uh, maybe try and bang in some dirty goals going forward, just hanging out in front of the net and seeing what he can do. He's got great uh, playmaking ability, but um, I'd like to see him. He's got some good strengths too, but I would like to see him stay in front of that, in front of that goal, and um, and and try and bring bang in some dirty, some dirty goals. I liked overall. It was a typical two-period effort by the Blackhawks. You know, if they put in a good period on the first and second period, they typically put in a bad third period, or they put in a bad first period, and then they have a good second and third period. This one, they wanted to switch it up. Good first period, bad second period, good third period. And we got a win out of it. Uh, Edmonton has been, um, you know, they've got some some serious issues at goaltending. They need to be addressed. It's not just goaltending, but I think it's how the roster is made up uh, entirely. And I think that falls uh, that falls in on the on the management and the front office. And that's something that they need to they need to fix, but I'm going to get to that in a second. So, uh, one note from the game was that Duncan Keith was injured. Uh, it was a horrible injury. He was skating up, uh, trying to trying to stop Lafferty, and he got turned around and then hit the hit the boards, hit the back of his head on the boards. wasn't good. He was out cold on the ice. It was something that you don't want to see from a guy who gave so much to the Chicago Blackhawks. Gets traded to Edmonton so he could spend more time with his son, and an injury like this happens to him. Uh, so he was helped off of the ice uh, under his own power and two players. And uh, I haven't heard any up to this point. I have not heard any news on on how he was doing, but I'm going to keep him in uh, in, in my prayers. A doc has been playing, uh, I would say, pretty well his last five games. I like the effort that he's been giving. Uh, he's been playing in the right places. He hasn't been uh, very noticeable in a um, in like an overpowering way, meaning that you don't see him out there. You know, uh, banging the boards on guys. You don't see him out there all over the place, but he is playing a pretty quiet, uh, solid game, playing good defensively, trying to find his groove. And as of yesterday, it looks like he's going to start getting rewarded. Uh, and he's also had a couple assists as well. It's nice to see him get on the scoring sheet, to be honest with you. Just give this guy something, uh, you know, something to build his confidence off of. But I like the way he's been playing. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like the idea of him uh, turning into a somewhat of a defensive specialist, but I would like him to be a defensive specialist with some offensive upside. Maybe not to the degree as Jonathan Taves was in his prime, but at least someone who can who can score some goals. Hagel, on the other hand, has been scoring consistently. I believe he scored in his last two to three games. I like seeing that. He's a guy who actually has a pretty underrated shot. He's got a great hard wrister that he can whip off. He's got speed, and I'd like to see him drive the uh, drive the net more and drive the play. I think that it's something that we haven't utilized yet, and it's something that I think that we need to, uh, to, to really start getting some scoring chances. But I like his game recently, and and uh, hopefully he can keep his scoring streak going. Um, Lafferty, 
on the other hand, is a noticeable game in and game out. He's hitting guys. Uh, you know, he's he's chasing after the puck. He's playing very good defensively. I like this guy's game. I did not know what to uh, think about when he was coming onto the team because you know we got rid of uh, we got rid of Alexander Nylander. <laughs> Man, so we got. Lafferty for Alexander Nylander. Lafferty is an NHL quality player, I believe, maybe a fourth liner, maybe third line at the highest. But he has been playing very, very good. I think we got a lot out of this trade so far already. I mean, I'm not going to call it a, a, I guess we could call it a win so far because this is an NHL caliber player and uh, Alexander Nylander was not. And he has been all over the place. I like him. I, I like the energy that he brings. I think that he fits in on this third line with, with McKenzie and Whistle. I think they play uh, really good together. He uh, played on the third line yesterday, so he's been moving up and down between those two lines. Uh, and I'd like to see more of him. Hopefully he gets rewarded soon with a goal. Marc-Andre Fleury has played great all game. He was a little out of position on, on that goal in the um, in the second period, but I thought that he was really, really solid. They, I don't think they could have won the game without him, to be honest with you. And, uh, and I think that he's definitely uh, garnering trade interest at the deadline. We don't know what's going to happen with that. Obviously, he's going to have to sign off on it if he wants to leave or not. And uh, But I, I'm, I'm glad that he's on the team. It's really a shame that Lankanen is hurt right now, and he's not getting that quality time that he was getting earlier, uh, spending time with with Marc-Andre Fleury because that was the plan. You know, he was showing him how to be a professional. I think that that was huge for Lankanen. And the time that I have seen him play this year, I thought that he's been a good player. And I think that he's taken a step forward, which is what I like. So this is a great start to the to the second half. Obviously, one win is nice. Five wins would be even better. So I'm going to keep on holding on for that. We play St. Louis on Saturday, so that's going to be a rough game. Huge if we can get a win in that game. I'm going to be pulling for these Hawks, and uh, we're going to see how that plays out. So on our All-Star Game poll on Twitter, it was pretty much a 50-50, it was a 50% draw between um, what people thought of the All-Star Game. It was okay, it was terrible, or people loved it. And you know what? It was about 50% between loved it and hated it, and uh, some people thought it was okay. Matt wasn't a big fan of it, but I kind of like the the format that they do with kind of having a little tournament. Uh, Maybe they could switch it up. Um, but going forward, thinking of the All-Star game, you know, it's um, it's one of those things where it's kind of cool, but I think a lot of the players that show up would rather have the time off that the other players are are having than, than being there. So moving on to some NHL news. Ironically, after this Blackhawks game, Dave Tippett was fired from Edmonton. Now, is this the answer that Edmonton needs? I think absolutely not. Edmonton's problem, I don't think it's with coaching. It's with the front office, like I mentioned earlier. For some reason, Ken Holland seems married to Mike Smith and he keeps on re-signing him. I think that they needed to go for a goalie as soon as they were bounced out of the playoffs last year. Um, I think that they should have addressed that. I think instead of giving uh, Darnell Nurse this gigantic contract they maybe could have uh, done something else on the defensive uh, end of things 
uh, just a lot of, I think Ken Holland should have been the one to go. I don't know what it is, you know, what's, what's keeping him there, but um, he, it, it's just not working. They've been, uh, they've got two of the best players in the league on there. Darnell Nurse is also a very good player, uh, but with Connor McDavid and, and Leon Dreisaitl putting up points at the way that they are, these Edmonton Oilers should be winning games, and um, and they're not. It looks like it's uh, DefCon, DefCon level three over there. They just fired their coach. I'd say DefCon level one would be uh, trading their players. So, but we're not there yet. I don't know where Edmonton is going, but I'm going to predict that they don't make the playoffs. Uh, Cami Granado was named the assistant GM with the Canucks, which is really interesting. And for some reason, I feel like we kind of missed out on that. Um, maybe they could have taken a look at her and said, hey, you know, maybe you can come in for an assistant GM role. Maybe they're thinking about keep, keeping Kyle Davidson. You know, the Blackhawks are are looking to make a decision on that in a couple weeks. But, uh, you know, Cami Granado could be the outside the box thinking that I would like to see from the Blackhawks, but uh, you know we'll see where they go with that. Brad Marchand was suspended six games following his antics against the Penguins the other night. Uh, Tristan Jari was trying to flip a puck over to a Penguins fan in Boston, and Marchand, you know, skates by, takes the puck, takes it away from him, doesn't let him do it, and then later on he takes a shot, misses, and then punches Jari in the helmet uh, with his gloves on. Ruff's trying to get him away, and then he hits him with a stick. Uh, so he's a repeat offender. That That is what is being cited for his six-game suspension. And, you know, I would think that this guy is beyond this now. You know, he was, you know, a real agitator earlier in his career. He became a, a premier goal, goal scorer in the league, and now he's doing stuff like this. You know, still, he had a slew foot earlier in the season, and, you know, his antics are old, and I think that the suspension is warranted. Baruby signs a three-year extension with the Blues. You know, that's not a head-scratcher. He's doing a great job over there. Uh, they are very, very competitive. I, to be honest with you, they might be the uh, strongest team in the Central, uh, stronger than, than the Avalanche, I believe. I think if the Blues were to play the Avs in a, in a playoff series right now, I think the Blues would take it 4-1. to one. Um, Felig, here's another good one. Feligno was suspended for two games for nearing the Jets-Lowry the other night. It was uh, pretty much a gladiator match between the Jets and the Wild the other night. Feligno got into two he got into two fights. Uh, on his last one, he knees Lowry in the head while they're on the ice. You know, that's unacceptable. It's actually pretty dirty, especially from a player that isn't a dirty type of player. So... That's all that we really have for you tonight. Um, me and Matt will be back on Monday. I'm sorry, on Tuesday with a new podcast. And hopefully the Hawks are on a string of uh, they're on a string of, uh, of victories then on a nice winning streak because that's what we need. But that's all that we got for you guys tonight. Do us a favor, subscribe if you haven't, and we'll see you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk, and we're out of here.